Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm Jess. I'm James. And um, happy Saturday. It's Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yeah, we never record on Saturdays, but we don't. We... No. And so we usually record on Thursdays. Wednesdays. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesdays. <laughs> Time is still a Every other day but Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not true. Time is extremely relevant to me because of feeding and sleeping schedules, but days are completely irrelevant to me yes for like as of right now for like 24 more days until i go back to work and cry every day in my classroom oh my gosh 24 days that's it i think it's less than that now Mm -hmm. that's so quick disgusting and i hate it (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be quite the i mean quite the change it's It's very bittersweet because on the one hand, I'm extremely, extremely grateful that I still got a paycheck. It was probably like half, right? Like Mm -hmm. like three months. But then I did get a disability check that kind of offset that. But that was Mm -hmm. only because I pay into disability. So it was kind of just like Mm -hmm. getting that money back. And then my husband got fully paid paternity leave because he works as a government position, which was... Again, like I can't even express how grateful we are for that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna, I will have been able to spend five full months with him, right? Like by the yeah. time I go back to work the next day, he'll be five months. So I'm so grateful because I know people have to go back two weeks, three weeks, yeah. six weeks later. So I'm really grateful. Which is so, I mean, yes, it's it's good that you're grateful because you know how like how rough some people have it mm-hmm. but it's also like incredibly That's the like sweet fucked part. That it's super fucked because yeah that you have to go back yeah, so like even with my fmla which is a fa- paid um like family leave that we mm-hmm. get at least i know we get it in california it's different per state um i could technically still take seven more weeks like mm-hmm. once the school year starts but mm-hmm. that's uh that would be two paychecks that were cut again. Mm-hmm. So they like basically I have to pay for my own sub, which is like yeah, shit, right. So yeah, all my regular stuff gets taken out. But then on top of that, I pay for I essentially pay for the sub. It comes out of my salary because I used yeah. all of my paid time off and sick leave and everything for my original yeah. leave and my disability's done. So it's like one. Do I start the school year? like seven weeks of my kids having a sub subs right because it's not like they're yeah. gonna be able to find one person and it's just like knowing how hectic the beginning of the school year is I, like i can't like i can but i can't you know what i mean like i wouldn't yeah. do that to them yeah especially after like my child care situation is amazing as well split between my husband and my mother-in-law so mm-hmm. grateful but it's a bunch of bullshit yeah that yeah like we're the only like i think we're like the only like quote-unquote first world nation that 
does not have the first full year off. Yeah, like guaranteed yeah. like child bonding time, which is mm-hmm. which is bullshit because <clears throat> they're like have a baby. If you're a woman, have a baby. Um and if you get pregnant, if you don't want it, like have a baby. But we're not gonna like give you any help yeah. with welfare. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a single mom. Yeah. And if you're a single mom, we're gonna demonize you instead of the father that walked out or mm-hmm the person who uh, assaulted you and you became pregnant. Um, yeah. But also you have to go back to week, go back to work six weeks later. Oh, and childcare is going to be like an entire month's paycheck. Yeah. And, um, and you can't complain yeah. about it. Cause then you're, and there's no healthcare. So no. if here's an $18,000 hospital stay. Yeah. For a child that you do or do not want, here's your two twenty thousand dollar hospital bill it's such a weird um, narrative i saw a meme that was like um it was during the pandemic i mean we're still in the pandemic but it was like when the big like in the middle of it um it was like uh this whole this whole situation has proven that the united states is a third world country with a gucci belt on (laughs) 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 we like to say we're the richest country in the world but Everything we have is just like material. I've never That's heard it. something more true in my life. Yeah, and I don't understand how people can say, well, "Pull yourself up by your bootstraps." It's like, what's the point of having a society and a government, and we pay these taxes, and you know, like if if our if our government isn't going to take care of us, yeah when we need them, Mm -hmm. when we need it. Like there was a literal global global pandemic and people were fighting over $600 checks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with this, but. Who knows? (laughs) It's a Saturday morning and we're angry. I know. How am I so angry already? (laughs) We don't record on Saturdays. We're too angry. (laughs) I got to sleep too. I got too much sleep and now I'm angry. (laughs) This is what happens when I sleep just enough. But if you're in America, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you're in a different country, you might be like, what the hell? But we're saying what the hell too. (laughs) We are saying what the hell too. We don't like it either. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, I went, I went to the movie theater yesterday to a movie theater with like strangers that I don't know. I kept my mask on, um, even though I'm fully vaccinated because I am an incredibly anxious person. Well, that Delta variant, man, it's giving. Yeah, me there was stress. a moment when I sat down, and it was like um, because it was assigned seating, mm-hmm. so there wasn't somebody sitting next to me, so I felt better then, um, but. There was a moment when I sat down that I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Being, there was people in front of me, people behind me, like people two seats over and people with masks, people without masks. And then I was just like, you're fine. Like, you can do this. It's fine. Wait till the movie starts. You'll be okay. Yeah. And I was. I was okay. Um, but eating my pretzel bites with my mask on was a- <laughs> <laughs> was an experience i would literally like take a breath like and then pull my mask down and shove it in my mouth and then put my mask back on and start chewing (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Might be a little over the top, but that's that's what I had to do to make myself feel good. That's okay. I, um, so we still do like DoorDash, Grubhub, whatever, right? We haven't gone to like a restaurant. Like we've gone to a restaurant like two whole times and like eaten outside, but it's always been with my mom because my mom is like an Arizona Karen. So if you know, you know. (laughs) And, um, Uh, sorry, mom. <laughs> um, she stopped listening a long time ago. She knows. She knows. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's nothing you haven't told her to her face. No, so I literally told her that. Anyways, yeah. So uh, we had ordered from a restaurant. We got our food. The food was wrong. And so I called. We, everything was really nice. They're like, we'll refund and we'll do like a whole new thing. You just got to come get it. And we were like, okay, fine. I get out of the car. My husband baby stay in the car. I get out of the car. I run in. I talk to the person at the counter. They're like, yeah, the manager's going to bring it out. I'm like, sweet. I'm standing there for like 30 more seconds. I realize I don't have a mask on. Oh, my and then gosh. I like look around and like half the people have masks on. And like I didn't realize because when I was walking in, no one had a mask on. And then the girl I talked to didn't have a mask on. And it wasn't yeah. until like another employee with a mask on walked by that I was like, I literally touched my face. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't have a mask on. And I like, like, like had like a little panic at a, for like mm-hmm. a second. And I was like, eh, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm at the like pickup area. There's no one over here. So, yeah, mask. I did. Man. I it's like I'm trying to decide by like, um, depending on the situation. So like, I went to a baseball game like a few weeks ago, and it was all outside, and we weren't. We were like in a like a. We weren't in like the seats. We were like in like a specialized area, I guess. Yeah. So we weren't near people we didn't know. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a mask on then. So yeah. I like I felt fine then. In a movie theater, I was like, eh, too many people. It's enclosed. Like mask on. So I'm trying to do it like situationally. Yeah. I know eventually the masks will be like going away completely. I don't know. Um, that so. Delta variant is getting not good. Yeah, it's mostly like affecting unvaccinated people. But my son is unvaccinated. Yeah, that's true. So See, that's I'm it, he's four months old. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, vaccinate he's not going to be vaccinated. Like so, it's, soon. it's uh, I won't get sick. My husband won't get sick. We could possibly contract it, but will my son get sick? Yeah, you know, because they've had. I mean, I think there's been like what one whole case of a baby, you know, and so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then you don't want to risk it. Like school starts in 24 days. Like there's 756 kids on my campus not vaccinated. So are they completely doing away with digital learning? We we don't know. So we got an email um, saying we're going back full steam. We'll let you know about protocols. Right. Mm -hmm. So. All our entire campus kids, teachers, parents are all prepared to go back full day, seven days or five days a week, ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. We're just waiting on protocol, right? Mm-hmm. But now with this new Delta variant, we're vaccinated because with the with the other variants, like the beginning variants and the regular COVID, I don't know, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. 
vaccinated people were were getting it, showing no symptoms and not passing it, right? Mm Because it would just like wither away. I don't. That's science, right? And then um, (laughs) now with the Delta variant, vaccinated people have. It's now been proven that vaccinated people are passing it to non-vaccinated people. So you're, Mm. you're getting the whatever it is interacting with someone because we're not wearing masks anymore and passing it to that someone so you might not ever even know and then that yeah sick yeah and that's the scary part because scary even though there are people who are purposefully not getting vaccinated so i mean that's their choice for those reasons but then there's people who can't get vaccinated yeah and Children like can children and just people with other like medical immune system. Yeah. So it like sucks. It's scary. Hate it. Yeah, I'm wondering about that because and now Pfizer's talking about a booster. If you got Pfizer yeah. to like help that. So it's like, well, is it they're just gonna keep being other deltas? I don't know. I don't know if I'll keep this part yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So anyways, I mean, it's good that everyone's getting back and doing things, you know, economy. But just... We just went on like a huge tangent that we're cutting out. We're totally cutting it out. Like a rant, like a full rant that you guys still need to hear. No, and it was mostly just like passing on. We do that a lot. We do. You never... If we ever did one of these like live... It would be... It would be like three hours long. (laughs) here for like two hours. (laughs) But anyways, anyways. Yeah. Oh, also another just quick update. Um, for those of you who follow our Instagram, um, that's our most popular social media. James and I hate Twitter. Like, we like. I can't to, do it. We like just... to look at Twitter, and it's great, and like there's a lot of good stuff on there. But it's just not for us. We just I don't even look at Twitter to mm. be honest. Um, my thoughts and emotions cannot be contained in 140 characters <laughs> i just can't do it i'm just not witty enough <laughs> that too <laughs> like you have to be like super witty or something you, you have to have, have to be like super skill. witty and succinct like just yeah. boom exactly no you can't do but, that but um we're also not on tickety talk because one, I call it tickety talk. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason why we're not on it. <laughs> um, it tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. But also, I mean, we probably will be because so Instagram is our favorite thing. We love it. And, um, but they're, transitioning to focusing on reels and promoting only reels like in people's feeds which is really annoying so we're gonna try real hard to get reels out um and then i don't see why we couldn't transition those reels to a tiktok yeah or vice versa yeah so tiktoks and um let's make one of those before this also um Instagram is being weird because it's not like alerting me to like, even when I go over like to the page and I look, sometimes I'll look and it'll be like 40 comments and I'm like, oh, like this, you know, when you like log in and then it'll show you like at the top, it'll give you like a little, yeah, 
like red bar that says like so many likes, so mm-hmm. many whatever. Yeah. It's like not alerting to any of that. And it's been like that for a while, like for like a few weeks, maybe even like a couple months it's been like that. So so I don't know. Who knows? So if you're interacting with us on Instagram and we don't interact back, something is up with Instagram. And I'm not the only person because I follow like a bunch of even like big people who have like millions of followers yeah. and they're talking about it too. Okay. Uh, they're, they're not seeing messages. They're not seeing mentions. They're not seeing likes. They're not seeing or even like their, um, what is it called? Their interaction their likes are way down their views are way down like yeah that's happening on tiktok too tiktok totally changed their algorithm i guess and so a lot of people who are getting like tons of views tons of likes like dropped to just a couple hundred so they always do that keep us on our toes can't make it too easy no but yes, look out. We'll probably we probably will make a TikTok um, account yeah. and then, or making reels to put on TikTok or TikTok to put. On, I have to see which one is like easier yeah. or like has more options. Yeah, for sure. I've never done either, so no. Here we go. We're old. Guess we're content creators now. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So excited. Fun. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's go back to what we actually do know about, yes. which is teaching you about things that we don't know about. That we don't know about. <laughs> Here we go. Today we're going to talk about the twelve laws of the universe. I've never speaking heard of, of TikTok. In my life. I came across this on TikTok, um, and I tried to look to see the account because I remember following the person that I that I like saw it, but I can't find them when I go back to look. Mm. So maybe by the time this comes out, I will um, have Jess put this in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But I found this on TikTok. And a bunch of people talk about this everywhere. It's not like somebody came up with this. But, yeah. you know. But my sources are uh, well, wellismo.com, um, mindbodygreen.com, firstmedia.edu. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Wikipedia. And thelawofattraction.com. Um, so we're going to talk about the 12 laws. We're going to talk about the, um, what they are. We're going to go through them real quick. We're going to go through them and then a little more detail. And then we're going to talk about the hermetic principles, mm-hmm. hermetic philosophy that is sort of similar in a way, but that'll be quick as well. Okay. But so let's start with the book the secret do you remember that book the secret that came out I like 10 years ago remember it and i was trying to think if i have it or not i know i've never read it but like i have like seventeen thousand books i've never read that i own yeah um, same so the secret came out um it's by Rhonda byrne i think there's a movie as well i don't know i don't know but this book basically focuses on the law of attraction. We've all probably heard this. It's like the most famous one, law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, positive and negative thoughts will bring you positive and negative experiences or results. Yeah. The book is credited with bringing the law of attraction into the mainstream. Um, this was like... I think it started as sort of like a self-help thing that, again, like 
like most things, got co-opted by certain white individuals as like their basically like their personalities as tends to happen but many people probably most people do not know that the law of attraction is just one of the 12 universal laws and the 12 universal laws are said to dictate our lives and to work together to um basically like give us our reality yeah okay okay i had no idea about them yeah neither did i but it makes a lot of sense and when you think and at the end of it you're gonna be like oh yeah most of this is like common sense Mm -hmm. type stuff but i think it's important to sort of put it all out there like in quick and easily digestible uh, principles yeah okay so the 12 laws are a combination of science spirit and metaphysics that work together it guides us in how we understand excuse me it guides us in how we understand how the universe is organized and how to potentially unlock a more spiritually aligned life um i think this part i uh, i copy pasted So it says, quote, the laws are thought to be intrinsic, unchanging laws of the universe that ancient cultures have always intuitively known. And laws are often associated with ho'opo. Oh, this is not a Hawaiian word. I'm so sorry. Ho'oponopo'ono, which is meditation for freedom from ancient Hawaiian cultures. Mm. And I'm I apologize for butchering that word and some other um uh what is it some other like uh people who are what is what is that called when you like an uh, expert there you go <laughs> some other experts it's really early guys not it's saturday morning not <laughs> obviously not <laughs> some other experts attributed to hermetic philosophy which was uh brought upon in like ancient egypt and greek but we'll talk about that we need more to do an in a minute on that i think yeah i i Talk about it here, but definitely is worth like we've going said into it a couple times in different episodes. So I think yeah. something, yeah, yeah. I'm very briefly gonna like glaze over it, but I could see I like had to stop myself from like falling into this rabbit hole. Okay, so I do want to stop here and say that these like quote unquote laws are just like everything else that we talk about here. And they can be interpreted and implemented in a bunch of different ways. There's a bunch of people who believe in them fully. They live their lives by them. And then there are others who are like, meh, you know, like, you know, this is bullshit or not. You know, it's fine either way. People use the term laws of the universe. And I think people can hear that and either become like intimidated or like roll their eyes or become defensive because it's like, Laws as we know them in, like, our daily lives mean one thing rather than what they are meaning here. You know, like, Mm -hmm. we follow laws so we don't get in trouble in our daily lives. But that's not really what this is sort of stating. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. We took so the word from yeah. those, basically. It's kind of like how people are like, well, evolution is just a theory. You know? It's like, what well, theory doesn't mean what we well, how we talk about it. Theory is like a scientific term. Mm-hmm. Like, gravity is also a theory, but like that is also a thing that is proven, but a theory yeah. is not just a hunch, you know, like, yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that sort of thing. Yes. Um, so basically these laws, you can also call them principles that might be a little easier to swallow. They're more about understanding them in a way that makes sense to your life rather than following them like a rule book, like verbatim. Yeah. So, if you do push back at the idea of having these laws rule your life, try to think of them more like guidelines, like principles, you get to decide which ones you want to bring into your life and which ones you don't. Like everything else, we're just here to sort of like teach you about them. Yeah. You do what you like with them. Um, like I said, a lot of them seem to make sense, like in a common sense type of way. Yeah. So just hear us out and then you decide what you want to do. And that goes for like everything Everything. we talk about here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Kybelion, Kybelion, which is a book in which, which the seven hermetic principles are based upon. Okay. So this book came out in 1908. It's called The Kybelion, A Study of the Hermetic Philosophy of Ancient Egypt and Greece, which is like the world's longest title. <laughs> it, it's said to uh, convey the teachings of Hermes Trismegistus. That's a big Who one. is, uh, from what I can tell, he's sort of like an amalgamation of a few Greek gods um, mostly um, Hermes or Hermé or however you want to say it. Yeah. He's the god of communication. Yeah, messenger. Yes. And the Egyptian god Thoth, who is the god of wisdom. And where that one dude, which I don't remember his name at all, but <laughs> he, um, he created that like second tarot deck, the Thoth deck. Like yes. the Smith White deck. Yes, yes, yes. Loved Thoth. <clears throat> yeah. Also sounds like Hoth. I thought you were gonna talk about Star Wars. I can. <laughs> we can have we can have our own Star Wars podcast. We should. We should. We should do like the tarot deck as Star Wars characters. I'm sure that's a thing already. Probably. But you know. Why not? Why not? Okay. So, um, like I said, we could do, like, a whole episode on this dude, like, this Hermes Trismegistus man person, Mm -hmm. Um, and I did have to stop myself from, I was like, I got other stuff to do. I can't just, like, sometimes when we're doing these things, I'm like, ooh, and I just keep clicking, following the trail onto things that that sort of... uh, And then you're like, why aren't I done yet? Yeah, and you're like, how am I on this? What does this have to do with anything? I know. Anywho, so the central concept of the book is that there are seven hermetic principles upon which the entire hermetic philosophy is based, and this this is what they are. 
Um, the principle of mentalists, uh, basically uh, the all is mine and the universe is mental. Hmm. It's mento. The universe is mental. Like it's, it it's yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> the principle of correspondence as above, so below the yeah. principle of vibration, nothing rests, everything moves at mm -hmm. all times. Principle of polarity, everything is dual, has its opposites. The principles of rhythm, principles of cause and effect, and the principles of gender. Those last few also show up in the 12 laws. So we'll go over those. Okay. Um, then. Yeah, later. So there, um, there's also, I've seen like the five laws of the universe, the 14 laws, the eight laws. Like there's a bunch of different interpretations out there. And uh, this is the 12 laws is kind of the one I've seen the most. Mm -hmm. So I just settled on that one. So yeah. I guess it depends on how condensed you want your laws, laws to be or not. So before we go in to the 12 laws and how they affect your life, we're going to take a quick break. Quick break. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome. Okay, so quickly I'm going to list the laws and then we're going to break them down one by one. Okay. Okay, so we have the law of divine oneness, the law of vibration, the law of action or the law of inspired action, the law of correspondence, the law of cause of cause and effect, the law of compensation, the law of attraction, the law of 
perpetual transmutation of energy, hmm. law of relativity, law of polarity, the law of rhythm, and the law of gender. Okay. Number one. Number one. The law of divine oneness. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the foundational law of the universe. This law states we are all created, I'm sorry, we are all connected through creation. We are all energy, we are all atoms, and we are all connected through that energy and through those atoms. Because nothing is ever destroyed. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It's just recycled. We are all recycled from every single living thing that has ever existed in the past. We are all one. Like the thing. So there's a little off the rails here, but stick with me. (laughs) (laughs) There's this meme that I saw. If dinosaurs evolved into birds and then like eventually birds evolved into chickens and chickens are turned into dino nuggets, we're eating dinosaurs. (sighs) And they are delicious. <laughs> Dinosaurs are delicious. Uh, sorry, keep going. <laughs> but it's true, though. Well, that's you've got the you've got the right, you know, yeah, the right. You're you're on the right path. Well, and there's another one. Sorry, let me do one more. Um, yes. This one I know is scientific based, and I teach this to my students. And um, it blows you should teach their- them the Dino Nugget one too. I'm going to, <laughs> but this one teaches blows their mind. All the water that we've ever had is all the water that we ever will have. So, like, the same water that you're drinking, the, like, dinosaurs drink and lived in and are a part of. Mm, That's so cute. But then if you think (laughs) about it, like, the water that we're using and showering in and destroying is all the water that the future is going to have. Yeah. Yeah, so all that's, the water that we've ever had is all the water that we el- ever will have. That's oddly, like, comforting and terrifying at the same time. Yep. Hmm. That's a good one. But, yes, exactly. We're all, since the beginning of time, this is all that's ever been and will yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and the law also wants us to consciously remember that every choice, every word, every desire, every belief that you have... Uh, will have an impact on the world. Sometimes these results will be immediate. Sometimes it takes a really long time to discover the impact of your actions. But everything, like the butterfly effect type thing, everything you do is going to affect tons of people, mm-hmm. whether you whether you ever realize it or not. Yeah. And so with the awareness that we are all one, it can and should make us more powerful as well as more empathetic, Mm. which I think is sort of the biggest takeaway here. Yeah. Which I think is something Something Americans need to to remember. (laughs) Yeah, because we're We're, the opposite of that. We're every man for themselves here. We've been taught to be like fiercely independent, like every man for himself, like, I'm an American, I have freedoms, and you will not dictate to me what I will and will not do with those freedoms, regardless of who is affected by it. Yeah, we need to get, we need to fix that. Yeah. Okay. Number two, the law of vibration. So, 
energy is always flowing. Um, everything is always vibrating. Higher frequencies of vibration are said to be more in tune with the universe. And lower frequencies are said to be more out of tune with the universe. And that by finding others who share the same higher vibration, you or by bringing your own vibration up, you can lead a more productive life. And I don't mean productive in a way that like you go to work and you clean and you do, you know, like not yeah. that kind of productive, yeah. like you just overall live a more spiritually productive life because there's more important things than like doing your laundry, like doing your laundry is important. But like, the, again, this is a, an American thing that I'm trying to like break free of myself or trying to break myself free of or from mm -hmm. is the idea of like productivity being like God, <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. You should, you should hustle on your time off. You should be having a side hustle. You should be working out. You should be cleaning. You should be writing that book. You should be do, do DoorDash, do Uber, go for a run. It's like, Sometimes you need to rest. Yeah. You know? like, I just talked to my therapist about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That was a big, big thing I worked yeah. on in therapy. Like huge. It was the guilt. The guilt. The guilt. Yeah. So that's uh, number two. Number three, the law of correspondence. This is not um, like writing letters to the universe, <laughs> but that would be fun to yeah. have the universe be your pen pal. Um, this law states, our reality is made up of subconscious patterns and habits, and that these patterns that turn into habits can serve us or hinder us in our daily life. And spiritual growth um, can be recognizing these patterns, changing these patterns, which turn into a change of habits which then can change our reality. Mm. Okay. So this is also directed in uh, directly related to the foundational law, the oneness, mm -hmm. because it shows us that uh, literal patterns also take place in our galaxy, in our universe. Mm -hmm. um, people talk about seeing the same thing over and over again, the yeah. same patterns. Um, think about how like the spiral pattern appear in like, every place in the galaxy yeah you see that all the time in nature things like that show us that we are all sort of one yeah yeah that's nice. and i really like this one because i'm using this one in my daily life um this is something that um our our boxing coach has kind of <laughs> said in our lives he talks about he tells me this when i'm like complaining in the middle of my workout because i'm like dying and he's like do it you know he's like yelling at me to to keep going he says something like similar to this i couldn't find the exact quote but this says your watch your thoughts your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits your habits become your character and your character becomes your destiny mm. so something similar to that that our our coach is very wise. He's always coming up he with these wise. like little sayings and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's funny in our in the gym, he has some like writ he like literally like with a sharpie will just write them on the walls and the mirrors and stuff. So oh, like yeah. we have to look at them. But I'm like, but I'm tired. And he's like, 
you against yourself. Do it. Like, you're fighting yourself. <laughs> but, you know, I love it. Yes. Okay, so that's the law of correspondence. Basically, the things that happen in your brain, your pattern, your habits, they will, they can and will form your reality. Okay. And they can be changed. Yeah. And I think that one goes back to that one in, um, in the hermetic philosophy about the all is in the mind, you know, the universe. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like really linked to, um, in our world, manifestations and intentions and yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. All that. Yeah. That's, and that's perfect. Cause that's what we're going to talk about next is the law of attraction. You know, um, this is the one, again, most people are familiar with like attracts, like negative attracts, negative, positive attracts, positive. I was gonna, when I was doing this, I was like, oh, like magnets. And then I was like, oh no, wait, <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite of magnets. <laughs> yeah. But you know, um, I do want to pause here again to scold you all again. Okay, <laughs> it's not scolding, but I, I do want to say, um, the law of attraction and manifestation are not, a, are not enough alone to make things happen. There's okay. been a big pushback, like in the community, um, where some people think that like simply just manifesting will change your life, yeah. you know, um, you still need to sort of take steps either working on yourself or working towards your goals to help yourself reach those goals. Like mm-hmm. um, my grandpa always tells me because uh, he buys lottery tickets every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's, I'm like, um, I don't, I have nothing against the lottery. I just don't play. And he always tells me, well, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. Yep. So it's like, you have to kind of, I can sit here all day and be like, man, I wish I would win the lottery. Like I'm going to win the lottery, but if I don't buy a ticket, I'm never going to win the lottery. Yes. So you kind of have to take these small actions, some actions, as well as having the, this attraction, this attractive mindset in conjunction with each other Yeah. to make things happen. Mm-hmm. So I did just want to put that out there, yeah. which sort of leads us perfectly into our next law, which is the law of action or the law of inspired action. This law is tightly bound to the law of attraction. And it tells us that we must actively work to pursue our goals. And that is one that people who are new to manifestation Mm -hmm. that they forget or that they're missing. Oh, So whether you take big steps or small steps towards your goal, it instantly helps you to attract that goal. Hmm. So a job, abundance, a relationship, like whatever it may be. Say you want to, I want to run a marathon. That's my goal is to run a marathon. Well, maybe you should start by like going on a walk. You know, you can start things like that. I really want to um, get this certain job. Okay, well, what can you do in your daily life that will make that sort of happen? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a relationship. I want to have this sort of partner in my relationship. Well, you have to uh, you have to work on yourself as well to make sure that the things you want in a relationship you can offer in a relationship. Absolutely, things like that. Yeah. 
I think that's really important because that's one I think people don't um, either don't think about, aren't aware of, um, especially if you're new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, like I said, it's kind of like common sense, but there are things like Jess and I are in therapy or have been in therapy. And it's like, sometimes my therapist would say things to me and I'm like, Oh, duh. Like, duh you know like I should it's like something you think you should know all the time yes but sometimes you need things pointed out to you even obvious things yeah like even even just hearing it back like someone vocalizing what you just told them out loud back to you yeah it it's like oh like oh (laughs) I never like a dummy (laughs) (laughs) or I don't sound like a dummy or like that sounds very that sounds like a very, like, um, you're not, it's like a very reasonable thing, you know, like yes. you, either way it can feel like a light bulb goes off. Yeah. Um, um, I want to uh, interject for a second. Yeah. Do it. Um, our coach did text me back. He has, he calls it TABA and it says, uh, he says TABA starts with a thought process which changes your attitude, which changes your behavior, which changes your actions and the things that you, wait, let me start over. He says, Tabba starts with a thought process, changes the way you think, changes your attitude, changing your attitude, changes your behavior patterns, changing your behavior patterns, uh, turns into action and that action gets you results. So there you go. There you go. From our philosopher of a boxing coach, who's also my uncle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If you do want to see us boxing, go on to my personal Instagram account. Um, You can see, well, there's videos of me boxing, but then I also tag our boxing club. And you can see videos of both of us boxing. I haven't got, (laughs) I went, well, I I mean, I've been pregnant, but I hadn't gone since, um. (laughs) last february like you went last week well before that yeah oh yeah it was like the pandemic happened and then i was pregnant and then i had my child like and then because <laughs> i think it was like at the end of the pregnancy or like right when he was born when he started going back i don't remember me yeah no i've only been going back for like a month oh well there you go but yeah. um <laughs> uh so yeah, I went back one time. I was gonna I'll get back to it. back on Monday, but this is a me and you conversation. <laughs> Number six of our twelve laws is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. So this law states everything is all everything around us is in constant flux, even if that change is taking place at an atomic level. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this goes back to changing your vibrations. You can change things for the better if you choose to, if you want to, if you were able to. Um, being aware of this fact can um, trigger positive changes. I like to think about this in regards to my own depression and anxiety. I think what helped me a lot with my um, with being in therapy is that 
I, whenever I would have like a panic attack, anxiety attack, or be depressed or something, yeah, I would always think to myself, this is it. Like, this is forever. This is how I'm going to live my life, like forever. This, things are never going to get better. Yeah. You know, you get, you spiral down into this mindset of things are never going to change. Mm-hmm. So this perpetual transmutation is just is in itself means nothing is forever. Yes. Like things are always going to change. Always in flux. Exactly. Yeah. So mm, there's like a, I don't know if this is true, but there's like a thing going around that like every cell in your body is regenerated every seven years or something. Something. And I don't, That's like the thing where people, why people think that our personalities change about like every seven years or like things that we like or dislike. It could. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how scientifically accurate that is, but yeah. That kind of uh, kind of shows this law in action. Yeah. Okay. The law of cause and effect is pretty straightforward. Um, all actions have a corresponding reaction. We all kind of grew up with this learning about like Newton's third law. A reaction has an equal opposite reaction. That's in the physical world, but it also applies to the spiritual world. Again, this can go back to that the uh, the the foundational law that we are all one type of thing Mm -hmm. the the spirituality your spirituality impacts the world and those around you good or bad yes so with this law in mind you can ask yourself what kind of world do you want to live in and how can you make that happen physically and spiritually okay the number eight is the law of compensation so this law states you get you will get back what you put out. This is similar to the law of attraction, but the focus that the law of compensation can come in many forms, not just spiritual Mm -hmm. forms. So the example they gave was um, you win a large amount of money in the lottery. Okay. So you might think this is a good thing. Or you sometimes you see people um, who may not need it or deserve it if whatever your idea of deserving may be yeah and maybe they're not very good people so maybe to them oh i want a bunch of money in the lottery even though i haven't been a very good person this is a good thing well it may end up that um having this huge influx of money might lead to problems for them later on yeah which used yeah. to happen a lot a people lot. win the lottery mm-hmm. it's almost but that's just not even a good thing that they've won yeah it's like a sometimes it can be like a huge burden and people really um can regret it yeah that's why you see i don't know if you saw this uh, picture of somebody who won the lottery i think it was like in illinois or something and they came to sign for the check yeah in like full, like fully covered. They had like gloves on, long sleeves. They had a, a scream mask on, like a ghost face mask on. Oh. They like showed no part of their body whatsoever because <laughs> it was on TV, like to come yeah, collect the they check. Do they do that a lot. <laughs> I do that. And I was like, that's exactly what I would do. I think I would do that. Yeah. I mean, I would tell you, but yeah, I would buy that compound we're always talking about. Mm-hmm. We would all live on it. Move you all over there. You could be, and you'd be the teacher of all the kids. We have this running joke in our friend group that I don't know how much of a joke it is, but we want to get like it wouldn't be a joke if we could afford it. If we could afford it, it wouldn't be a joke. But we yeah. basically want to 
um, like purchase like new development or whatever, like on a oh, like a cul-de-sac or something. Yeah, <laughs> like homes on a cul-de-sac because there would be what four four of us. Is it five of us? Is it five of us? I There's five of us. Oh yeah, so five, which traditionally is a cul-de-sac because it's like two on either side and then the center. Yeah. Um, that's like our life goal. And then we're like, we can gate it off, and then we all like tear all the tear all the uh, fences off in the backyard, and like, like just have one, one huge backyard, and, and <laughs> like a huge horseshoe around all the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all just live there and Jess will be like we all have our different roles. <laughs> yeah. I'm I wanna call it Jamestown. But you know. <laughs> some people push back on that idea. <laughs> but I like to bring it up as much as I can. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jamestown. Uh, and then um we're always like and then our cause we talk about our kids, and we're like, and then so and so will become the new leader of Jamestown. <laughs> yeah. And one of our friends just had a kid named James. We're like, and I was like, yes, named after me. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, that kid's named after me, and he's my heir, and he's going to be the new leader of Jamestown. Because Aiden doesn't want it. Oh, yeah. He has no interest in being leader. No, And we don't want that to happen because he will be like, <laughs> he will turn it into Godzilla Town. Godzilla Town. But I yeah. mean, do we not want mm. that? That's kind of... I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids won't know any different. Yeah. I'll tell you later. I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> You're Godzilla. And he's like, what? He's like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know how we got there, but it's fine. that was the law of conversation. You reap what you sow, basically. Yeah. Be mindful of how you treat others. Oh, because the lottery. The lottery. The lottery. There you go. <laughs> um, because eventually spiritually or physically you reap what you sow it will come back to you yeah some call that like uh the law of three the you know you get back three times what you give something like that yeah um here we go number nine the law of relativity so um this one teaches us about the neutrality of things when seen in isolation so i really like this one because I feel like there is a tendency, especially in social media, for people to sort of want to outdo each other mm-hmm. when it comes to um, trauma or when it comes to bad situations. You also see this on a personal level. If you're if you have somebody like maybe at work and you're like, oh, man, I only got four hours of sleep last night. And they're like, oh, I got two hours of sleep. So but it's like, OK, but. That doesn't make me any less tired because you yeah. got two hours of sleep yeah. and I got four, you know. Yeah. So this law states no one person, experience, emotion, or reaction can be determined good or bad without looking at it in comparison with something else with a bigger picture. Mm. So basically, you can't be judged or judge others without taking bigger things into context and into consideration. Okay. You might think... Um, again, say this will go back to the boxing thing. Okay. Say you show up, you see someone who is very good 
at boxing. Yeah. And you're like, man, I suck at this. And so you do it for a couple months and you get a little better, but you're like, I'm still not great. And then someone else new comes in and they see you and they're like, dang, she's really good. Yeah. Like, I can't believe it. They compare themselves to you without the context of you comparing yourself to other people. And say someone has a reaction to something and you're like, that was a little out of line, but you don't know what their experiences are. You don't know what led them to the situation, how their day has gone. If they have only had two hours of sleep, um, if they have certain trauma that's been triggered. So the law of relativity just teaches you to be conscious of those things. That's Mm -hmm. sort of like, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Yeah. That's my like long winded way of saying sort of give people grace and take context into consideration yes absolutely you never know (laughs) yeah number 10 the law of polarity so the law of polarity basically teaches that everything in the universe has an opposite and in these opposites it shows us how to understand it allows us to understand our lives so i guess in our daily lives you could say maybe you're going through a very hard situation but know that that situation again with the um law of perpetual transmutation it won't last forever and good times will happen sort of like the um the good times teach you to uh, appreciate to the good times help you help to strengthen your resolve to get through the bad times and the bad times teach you to appreciate the good times. Yes. And sort of having both of those in mind at all times. Yeah. Whatever you're going through, whatever experience you're having, there is always an opposite that will happen. I think that one's one that you have to like consciously remind yourself about. Yeah. Especially Uh in the bad times. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And just drawing upon those good things yeah. to strengthen yourself. Yeah. Even though there's nothing wrong with, we all have our moments. You need to cry. You need to scream. You need to, um, you know, break a plate on the floor. You know, as long as yeah. you're not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. you, you have to feel your emotions. This isn't to say push down your emotions and don't, you know, don't think about the bad times only think about the good times it's just sort of teaching you that both of those things exist yes in your lives your life is both both at all times always number 11 the law of rhythm so this is also sometimes called the law of perpetual motion Mm -hmm. and this one is focused on the movement in the universe and the fact that all things come in cycles. Everything has a cycle and you can't, yeah. an endless, unstoppable cycle. Very um, the biggest one, of course, is nature. You know, seasons lead to one another. They're, we know them. We can't stop them. Yeah. Summer leads to fall, fall leads to winter, and so on. Yes. The circle of life is also another one, as much as we would like to stop it. Babies always continue to grow to toddlers, to children, to teenagers. You know, eventually we all get old and we all die. Mm-hmm. We go back into the earth. Those That energy, those atoms are not destroyed. They're simply remade and new people are born. Yes. If you are, um, if you are buried naturally, your body decomposes and becomes food for 
the earth. Uh, the earth and you know and the worms and then birds eat the worms and then cats eat the birds you know like it, it's all a cycle the circle of life sort side type of thing yes we're, and again the law of oneness we are all connected yes all connected this also shows us circle again nothing lasts life. forever i want to do the <laughs> song but it would be horrible you don't want to hear it yeah you don't want to hear us thing <laughs> Um, again, this goes back to the law of polarity, back and forth. Nothing lasts forever. Everything is in a rhythm. Good times lead to bad times. Bad times lead to good times. So on and so forth. Your life continues to move on whether you want it to or not. Mm -hmm. Especially. Which I I think I, yeah, I think that calling it the law of perpetual motion sort of makes more sense in my mind because it's yeah it just keeps keeps Constantly on moving yeah yeah okay our final law here we made it to the end is the law of gender so this has very little this has basically nothing to do with biological sex or gender as we as a society would think mm-hmm. this instead refers to the two major types of energies so we've spoken about this. We have a divine masculine and, di- and a divine feminine episode. Divine, divine feminine mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> That's really hard to say. Don't uh, The yin and the yang or the anima and the animus. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have a certain amount of both energies within us. They call them masculine and feminine because that's just how they're labeled. Um we, I guess, would define the feminine as more um, nurturing and um, more serving and more delicate in this context. Mm-hmm. And the masculine being more assertive, um, even at times angrier, more just more um, just like a what is the word I'm looking for? Here we go again. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and because we have both of these in us, some of us live unbalanced. Um, you sometimes meet people who are overly aggressive and assertive and need to have their final word and be outspoken to a fault. There are people who you meet who are incredibly meek and shy and are uncomfortable in every situation. And if we want to, what we want is to find a balance between those two. And we talked about this in our episode, but I think uh, Jess and I have definitely helped to balance each other. Mm-hmm. Um because I have learned through Jessica that not everything needs an answer that I don't, that I don't need to answer to everyone. You know, I don't always have to tell everyone what I'm thinking at all times Mm -hmm. and it's okay to just sort of let things go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, was not an easy thing for me to do before. Yeah. Um, I think I was definitely living with the, I think I was overcompensating with the masculine energy where before, where I was doing that before. And now I'm not really, I feel more, and I do feel more at peace, you know, like I do Mm -hmm. feel more peaceful. And I've learned to speak up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Defend myself, speak up for myself and just be louder in general. 
Louder in general, yeah. <laughs> Especially around our group of friends. You have to like just literally to. be loud. You have to be loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we balance each other out pretty well. We do. It's sort of like that yin and yang thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know which is the yin and which is the yang, but we definitely have that we going. Switch too. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet we do. Yeah. And we're pretty we're pretty good like if <laughs> if I'm really upset, Jess is good at like being calm. And if Jess is really upset, then I find myself being like, okay, like mm-hmm. I need to be calm and just like listen or offer calm advice. So I think we're we're good at doing that with each other. I agree. Which works. Which thank God, because if we were both one or the other, it's like you find those people we all find those people who mm-hmm. are just like, you're t- it's too much. I can't, you know? Yeah. So that's the law of gender. You can focus on this one if you feel deficient in either, um, in either energy. Mm-hmm. And you can try to maybe focus on bringing one up to the other or bringing yeah. one down to the other. Um, this goes into your vibrations. You want to just feeling, uh, we also have like, episodes on grounding feeling grounded mm-hmm. that also helps with the balancing of these uh, two energies because like we were saying it is important to speak up for yourself and to be assertive where you need to be but it is also important to know when to let things go yeah. and to just some things are just not worth your energy yep yeah, they're just not yeah so mm-hmm. Um, you can li- definitely listen to our episode. We go into that pretty deeply and kind of break down what each one sort of uh, entails. Mm-hmm. And I think we even give f- like tips on how to bring either one out in yourself. We do. We pretty, do. Pretty mm-hmm. sure we do that. Yeah. So you get that on, um, if you go on Instagram, we have a link or wherever find podcasts are procured, you can find them yeah. wherever you get them. Um, but that's it. That's 12 laws, the 12 laws of the universe, the principles, the guidelines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're useful for everyday life. You could bring them up as much or as little work on whatever ones you could do one at a time. You can, you know, don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel like I need to do all these all day, every day. Yeah. If you found one that called out to you more, maybe that's one that you might want to look more into and work on and find mm-hmm. things, find tools to help you bring that in your life they're not the end all be all of the universe they're pretty good principles to try to like interpret in your life yeah um there's also like the reiki principles we had our reiki master on Uh i even try to use those sometimes the the precepts i think they're called precepts i think so um i use those a lot when i'm anxious Mm. so these are good ones too i like these a lot and thinking about them like I said, I was like, oh, yeah, duh. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, they're just, um, and I mean, I think they're so uh, important to understand in your life. Because these are the things that if you look back, or at least in my experience with um, my educational background, um, that you see in other cultures right yeah so like going back all throughout history and the different um types of religions cultural norms practices um most cultures before the um 
modern religions, right? Judaism, mm-hmm. Christian, Catholicism, what have you. They they based their religions off of nature and off of these cycles, right? Off of yeah, based yeah. like different words, but same concept, right? Same principles. Yeah. And so it's it's why would all of these cultures practice all of these things if they weren't true, right? Like, right. Yeah. So that's I, that's it's funny you say that. I was <laughs> this has nothing to do with these twelve uh, laws, but someone I think it was on TikTok and it was like every culture has every culture on every continent without like knowing the others were there have like come up with fire and beer and bread like those are the things that like people need to survive yeah (laughs) like you just like or and then I think the other one was like spears or something like to help or I think it was swords spears or swords or something yeah it's like you need the spears to eat to catch food mm-hmm. and the beer mm-hmm. to uh help you relax and the bread to like enjoy and the fire of course to survive yeah so like those are the things all the basic things you need yeah and I think these these kind of um they kind of not surpass but they are separate from any like like you were just saying, any one religion. Yeah, absolutely. Just- so if you are listening and you are a religious person, um, I think these could easily be incorporated into any, and they are. any sort of... Because a lot of them are prayer, right? Going back to mm-hmm. prayer, but instead of putting it out to the universe, you're kind of pinpointing it somewhere, like specific, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. a lot of the the principles or doctrines or theories or what have you are in the ethical and moral values that religion teaches. But, like, where do you think it comes from? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Just- like, we talk about it all the time, how a lot of Christian holidays come from older and more... Uh, older religions or or beliefs based on nature oh yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and these are all very very natural you don't really have to have a belief in anything these are just kind of how the world works yes (laughs) exactly but yeah it's just important to understand them and just because they'll make your life a little bit easier yeah I think I'm going to definitely be keeping these in mind as I go forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. As we try to make our reels. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make a reel about these. Do it. Do it. That's the hard part. Just putting know. my face on camera. That's okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Together. We do those voiceovers. True. Like trees and flowers and such. <gasps> so true. Mm-hmm. My cat. Yeah, there you go. all right thank you guys for listening um stay safe out there be nice to i know a lot yeah get vaccinated if you can Mm -hmm. continue to wear a mask Mm -hmm. stay cool or warm wherever you are wherever you are it's a weird it's weird things are getting weird weird. things are weird it's a weird time things are getting weird weird out there yeah (laughs) just (laughs) that's gonna stay here yeah just uh you know, you know, be happy, be, just be cool, be excellent to each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.